1: Welcome back, Friday form panel. Toby McKinnon in the host chair with the number one senior operator in the building, is sitting in Ollie. Great to have Ollie as our <laughs> panel op. Dan Malecki is with me as well. Dan, we have moved on to Race 5, the Waste Sense, our maestro free for all. Mates, I'm staggered here at the fact that again, Bucky and his 550 and 210. Can you just confirm, I'm, I'll have to double-check, did he beat the Miracle Mile winner at his last start, Jan Bucky?
0: Yeah, but you got to say it um, uh, quietly because uh, I've, <laughs> Andy Gatz have nightmares about it. He still cannot believe that Yambakian uh, was able to beat catch away, and I don't think anyone in the camp could possibly believe it. So uh, I think he thinks it's a nightmare, and until he looks at the form in the, uh, in the race book to see that Yambakian did win last start, he'll realise it wasn't a dream. Um, One thing I just want to make note of before we progress, because I'll forget otherwise, and it's yep. something we don't want other people to forget, is that there's a big six jackpot Saturday night. Yep. I don't know why it's taken the tab so long to to reignite it. I would have thought it was a, a betting type that was more exclusive to harness racing, and it's not something the corporates really follow on, so it's more exclusive to the tab. But we've got another really good big six jackpot. Um, They're seeding the pool with an expected 100,000 in it. And I think it's the sort of night that um, you would probably want to get involved with the potential of getting a bit of a result. So the the big six races three through to eight, races three through to eight, uh, with a potential $100,000 or more in that pool. So uh, it's well worth, well, perhaps listening to us uh, to factor in uh, some selections, uh, as well as those of the, the individual, uh, to get involved with the big six tomorrow night at Melton.
1: Yeah, well said, Dan. So are you? do you tip Yambakian, or is there something off the second row that, that you found, or do you think just a little sip can can blouse them first up?
0: Look, there are so many potential questions. <laughs> yeah. I thought you could have rattled off another six or seven oh, well, to me there, good, to be man. fair. Um, it's just such an even race f- for various reasons, Yambakian, it was that the true Yambuckian last start? Do you treat it on face value? Do you look at it, upon it as catch a wave being disappointing? Do you look upon it Yambuckian stepping up? You see just a little sip. He'd been scratched a few times and then given a bit of a let up. So how forward is he? Does pull the other leg start and something else is scratched in the race and just stuff everything up completely <laughs> by having an emergency in the field instead of being outside the field? Yes. Uh, just Hope second up what improvement it takes. He's the son of a gun. Does he go terrific here and get a last-minute call-up for the Tabureka? Um, Max Delight Victoria Cup winner from old he's going okay did we give him another chance at odds like a wildfire probably get a, a more genuinely run race for a change and a free for all Bulletproof boy excellent returning Triple Eight first up is he ready Hurricane Harley uh, he regained his mojo back with Emma Stewart he's had a freshen up how's he going to go off the back line and better eclipses a multiple group one winner who will improve no doubt as any of the horses are first up. But he might have the quality, he might have the class to be able to win this first up. There's so many questions and that's fantastic. I can't answer them all. I've got (laughs) question marks next to every question I've asked myself. (laughs) And I'm not sure if I've got it right at all. Um, It's a terrific race, isn't it? It's a really good race. You get the race book of this, our maestro free-for-all, and in, say, 10 years' time, reflect back on it, and you think, gee, that was a good race.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, But... uh, I, to, to to pick the winner here with confidence, I can't do initially. I, I look forward to seeing some of these horses parade. Horses like Just A Little Sip, Triple Eight, Hurricane Harley, uh, Better Eclipse, and even those horses like a Just Hope seeing a second up, and a and There'll be more eyes on and parading this time than last time, I would imagine, but oh look, i um I'm not sure if I've got this right. I thought maybe a more genuine tempo, and i'm I'm not certain that there will be, but I imagine the second row horses will have to come into the race at some stage, and it might just generate that tempo that would suit a like a wildfire. He might be up to beating a, a Hurricane Harley or a of eclipse, but if he's going to beat them, it's now with a bit of um, uh, fitness uh, in uh, to his advantage. So, 9, 12, 13, and 6. And look, you can poke holes through everything I've suggested there (laughs) and say, why didn't you put this into your top four and why didn't you put that into your top four? And you know what? I cannot offer an argument why I can't, but I could just uh, come up with those four. And if I scrubbed them out and forgot what I tipped, I'd probably come up with a a different set of tips. It's a a really good, hard race, 9, 12, 13, 6.
1: Yeah, well, I'll just take the opposing view then. I think Jan yeah, Bucky will get to the front. I think Kate can roll pretty even tempo throughout the middle and totally incre- steadily increasing the speed throughout the race as we've seen her do before. And if she does that, I think he's the safest way to play the race at each way value, 550 and 210. I just think he's a little bit overs because I feel he gets the front uh, and I don't think the emergency affects that too much to Yam Buckyan. It might affect it to some others, but maybe not to Yam Buckyan. So, uh, with, com- with, with a bit of confidence, too, I'll, I'll be tipping Yam Bucky in that race. He'd be my best bet of the night. Uh, race five, number four, Yam Buckyan. And what, as you said, Dan, terrific race, and, uh, and nearly anything can win that race, even, even line up. I'll be interested to see how he goes, but just might need that one more run. Race 6, the Victorian Harness Racing Hall of Fame. Ah, uh, this is another intriguing affair. And it was about this time last week, Dan. I said, it just looks like at this race at Belette, there's going to be a lot of speed on, and I think there'll be a lot of horses come from back in the field. And I named four of them and, and I said to put them all in a in a bundle bet, well, they ran the trifecta between those <laughs> those four horses was say, hey, I got one ride, and I just looked at this race and I thought, Jesus, a lot of speed here. One, two, three, and four, all going forward at the start. If the speed's on in the race, I start looking to the back row. W- what did you think of this race? How did you see it, mate?
0: Yeah, well, Aussie Battler's quick out. Chillebine Nitro is better following a back. Even though it can get out quick, it would look to take cover. Would it engage in a duel with Aussie Battler? They would attempt to head it off before handing up to... I would think and an I think I think it's pretty quick off the gate as well and Raw Ferrosco's at least got a good gate to, to draw handily Whiskey Cavalier not yeah. really known for gate speed try to press on Kafaji. while all this is happening the more uh, speed there is it's going to generate an opportunity for him to get away from the pegs yes. uh, and that might be key to the race look I, I I've tipped I think I was thinking that <laughs> I think might work to the front Gilliby Nitro hold its back but the truth is Aussie Battler is a very fast beginner. But I think the way it cruised down the straight last start, the, the improvement it's made from run to run, just this preparation is extraordinary. He won like a Group 1 horse the other day. The last 100 metres, it was an arrogant performance. And um, I, I think that he can win again. Four, two, eight, Kofaji. It's just a barrier draw. But the more I'm looking at the race now, I think he will get off. Uh, well, he's going to have to, isn't he? Get off the pegs. But yeah. um, that was a much better run last week. Uh, and yet his form looks consistent. It's taken him a while to really find his mojo this preparation, but I reckon he's got it now. And um, and Whiskey Cavalier, Rolf Roscoe is the other obvious horse I would like to have put in as well. Again, it's a terrific race. Four, two, eight, and 6.
1: Yeah, interesting. Oh, if I, I'm having a play in the race, I'm looking back row, like Captain Arg, Kowalski analysis, Kafaji. Yes, I think's been very impressive, but he is up in grade. He hasn't raced horses of the level of, of a Kowalski analysis or a like captain yet. He's raced at free-for-all level like Captain. He gets Greg Sugars back on board and for whatever reason I think Greg's got a wonderful record with his horse like Captain. Uh, so if, if I'm having a little play in the race, it'd be it'd be on a captain at 19 and 4.40 and, and an ARG at 18 and 4.20, I think, if the speed's on. David Miles was giggling to himself in that race last week at Ballarat. The speed was really you reckon cold. he was,
0: though? He, you reckon he was actually just having a chuckle he, during the run?
1: He said we'll have the, to ask him. I did ask him, and he said at the 600, that, I think that might be the quote, I was giggling to myself, Toby. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I can't remember his exact sentence, but it was something along those lines. I was actually uh, chatting to him. I've interviewed a guy called David Raphael for a chat that I'm going to play in a couple of weeks, and David Miles was giving me a lot of dirt on him, and it's a very fun chat with uh, someone that you would know pretty well, Dan.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. That's that's terrific. A name we haven't heard from uh, for a while either. But yeah, David um, uh, was uh, driving for a while. Um, Adam Crettenham was a driver for a while too, another well-known race caller. So there's been a few and and David Miles was um, uh, the common denominator uh, amongst that, but he'll have some pretty funny stories, no doubt, (laughs) Dave. And there's probably a few there that either he told that he shouldn't, or yes,
1: he can <laughs> He did, he did sort of, he does give one away about himself, which Miles, he dobbed him in and he, he does allude to something that that David Miles might have done wrong at some stage as well, uh, which is pretty funny stuff and it's an amazing chain of events with how David Rafale ended up where he was and where Harness, Harness Racing played a huge role in him and uh, I, I did, I have, uh, had Adam Cretton on, had a chat with Adam Cretton and it, got, it went for about 40 minutes, uh, that's been played, oh, that was uh, Part one of the series. Part two will be David Rafael, and then I'll close it out with Rick McIntosh as well. I've spoken to Rick; he's agreed he's going to come on sometime. We'll record a chat with Rick as well. So we've got Breeders Week next week, so it'll be on hold for another week, and uh, we'll catch up with those guys uh, over the coming weeks. But yeah, looking forward to sharing the David Rafael one. There's some very funny stuff in amongst it, and. Amazing the story of how things had to play out for him throughout his life to end up where he was and and the big say harness racing had in it. Let's get to the 11.30 news. We'll come back and we've got two, three more races to get through, races seven, eight and nine at Melton. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.